Dryerbuzz.com and follow at Dryerbuzz on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. It's all about the buzz. Good morning. Hey, guys. Okay, listen. Listen. Uh, we're doing this with a whole lot of change going on. It sounds different because I'm out and about and I left my headset again. Um, I'm having I'm having a change happening where I actually have to be out in the city because Petty Betty had Petty Betty started a new career. I've started a new time. There's a whole lot of change going on. Guess what? The season just changed, and sometimes we have to adapt to it. And the better you are able at adapting, like I'm pretty good at adapting. You can you can change something up on me, but then guess what? You know. Because I am the same at handling change, I can handle change. And man, I just ordered my breakfast, and it's uh, it's, I'm trying to let it cool down. So that's another thing too. I'm like hungry. Oh my goodness! And I was trying to figure out. I really want to do this later in the day, but then you know what? I want to do it early in the day. What is this? Let's talk about what this is. First of all, I'm Yolanda at Dryer Buzz. One of the changes that happened uh, for me is becoming Yolanda and Dryer Buzz. Um, one one thing that I'm focusing on this month as I as we close out September because we we heading into this time to close out September, welcome in the fall. There's a lot of stuff premiering this week. I love noticing what's going on around me, right? And so I'm like, wait a minute, there's a lot of there's a lot of previewing. Everybody's previewing their changes. They're previewing what's new. I've got to I've got a deadline myself of of putting something out on the 27th and I'm like, you know, I'm so tired of that 27th, y'all. I don't know what to do. And I know it's a brand because I got 27 answers to everything. But one of the things it as I talk about this, it's the ninth month. I have been so in love with nons this year, and so I've got to really, I got to really figure this thing out because I just that's what that's what I said I wanted the number to be this year nine and ninety. So my focus for September was I need more ends in my life, and that's going to require some change because it's going to require changing of our thought patterns because I notice all around me, all up and watching and trolling and strolling and scrolling with y'all, we are so beholden to this or factor, right? Let's, oh, is that it? I don't have I don't have the journal. Okay, write it down. Somebody put it in the text because you know I won't remember. But we're so beholden to this or factor thinking that we got to have this or that and not enough ands. Like, you know, y'all got to listen to me podcast and hear these trucks take off. I'm out and about, and, I'm, and I was trying to find a spot to sit, and I want to sit here and watch this traffic, because one thing I have always loved is watching a city come to life, the commerce of a city come to life, and I see a bunch of people going to work and, and going to uh, their in, other endeavors, you know, and watching this time, this clock, and so forth, and I said, well, you know what, I want to do this and that, and it's a forced belief because we are, even myself, I'm like, can I do this and? Put in that and, that stamp. I want y'all to, throughout the day, I want you to imagine the word and on a big rubber stamp. Some of y'all don't know what a big rubber stamp is, okay? We didn't have all this digital life back then. You had, <laughs> you had to have rubber stamps. Rubber stamps were a big business back in the day. Okay, everything, if you had to do anything anything repetitively or write something repetitively, you'd order a rubber stamp. It was a piece of rubber, uh, what do you call it, form, what do they call it, fabricated 
into whatever the word or sentences like you know when you had to sign the back of your check and you had to write and you y'all don't know what a check is okay well back in the day back in the day when we had a paper life and if there anything that was going on paper that was repetitively going on that piece of paper uh copying all that kind of stuff wasn't even a thing either you had these rubber stamps rubber stamps were a big business and if you could fabricate a rubber stamp to say and do anything you had a good contract you had some good money coming in all the time we were talking about and i mentioned that because we were talking about uh, I was talking with somebody yesterday about going after some contracts, and I was like, "Oh my God, they drive you crazy trying to get your money." And people, there's a there's a body of people out there, y'all, that services the public that ain't got their money. And somebody's like, "Well, that's all, y'all. Okay, that's all." Us. Well, I'm sorry, people. I know it's it's September. Y'all know it's getting ready to be budget season, and everybody's looking at how much they don't spend on the budget. They got to figure out who they got to lay off for the fall. They're making those decisions right now. So listen. If you have been playing around all year, you don't want to play around right now, because every it's budget time. That's one. That's one change that's going to happen every fall. Is everybody is like, oh wait, it's time for budgets again? Yes, you better make sure that you are the one line item nobody can live with or deal without. Okay, be on time, be all omnipresent, because otherwise, out of sight, out of budget. Out of sight, out of mind, out of mind, out of budget. Put it that way. You better be there and be there again. Okay. What was I saying? So, I was, dang, I was talking about the rubber stamp. I was saying rubber stamp was big business. Oh, I said, okay, I want you to imagine. Go Google. Get yourself an image because nobody knows what I'm talking about. But I want you to envision. I want you to envision that the word and is on a big rubber stamp and basically you'd hold it in your hand you hit your ink pad you had to ink came in a pad <laughs> you had to hit the ink pad with the stamp and stamp the paper i know y'all don't even know what paper is some somebody listen to this in the future like damn what were they dealing with honey let me tell you paper the paper life was big business there are companies, Lord, this truck is all leopard, all zebra. Um, there were companies to, that don't that don't exist today and won't exist in the future uh, that used to put paper on plane. That what was it, UPS and FedEx and all these other companies used to have trucks loads of paper. Where people that you sign a piece of paper, they put it in. The, I'm talking to the people in the future. You sign a piece of paper, they put it in the envelope, just that piece of paper. It would come, somebody would come pick it up, put it in a car, put it in a truck, take it, put it on a plane, put it on a train, and take it somewhere. Wasn't no like just take a picture of it. You couldn't even take, there was, back in the day, there weren't no phones on these, there were no cameras on these phones. You there's no such thing as skin. Honey, I remember when skin, I had a whole, whole ass job. For four years, scanning stuff. Like, literally scanning all this paper. I'm like, wait a minute. This is a project. Go get that good contract. Scanners are out there. You good at scanning. Go get that good contract and scan all this stuff. I'm talking about, like, stand there and feed all this piece of paper in this machine. Figure out the best way to do it because I was a productivity specialist. Figure out how to do all this stuff because the future is coming with it. Let me tell you, when companies realize, companies used to pay millions of dollars shipping paper overnight that ups and fedex and who it was it was some other company it was other companies before them 
used to make billions of dollars shipping paper. I was like, no, we're not gonna ship that paper no more. And I can't tell you how long, how hard it was to convince people that we should stop shipping paper. It's like, uh, scan it, send them an image. I can't tell you how how many laws had to be passed, how many CEOs had to be convinced, how much they had to talk about privacy and encryption, all this stuff. See, one thing that we don't do when I talk about that big rubber stamp and is we don't look at how one bad decision affects so much. It's 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 and it listen, here's what I wanted the bottom line to end is you're getting ready to make a decision or you just made a decision and now you're watching the whole trickle down because you don't know, you're watching the trickle down and you're not benefiting from the trickle up simply because you are still stuck on or and not and. All of this stuff has to do with one another. Me coming out of the house in time where not only could I stop and get breakfast, there's an and, and podcast. I didn't have to decide, man, I want a podcast. I can't get breakfast. It's like, girl, you ain't got nothing else to do on nobody's time yet, right? You got a couple of hours. Uh, you can podcast and get breakfast and still be on time to whatever it is next on the agenda, right? And and get. But if I if I said or, then either I will something. If I said or podcast or get breakfast and i literally thought that right i was like i got the podcast i can't get breakfast it's like when the breakfast place is right there the parking lot is empty you're on the road yes you love to be quietly in the studio but the thing is called how to get out of bed hey listen guess what this is how to get out of bed how to get out of bed you realize you you don't have to have an or that the or can't be the thing it could be and and i'm like wait i can get out of bed and get dressed and get breakfast and podcast and still start the rest of my day which is is more change but is it or or is it more and we want you probably can't get out of bed or you probably are weighing uh, some decisions that you have got to make because you you feel like it's a or it's a or factor and it might be an and factor another thing that some of y'all don't know most of us grew up my generation grew up waking up to the con thing called conjunctions right y'all don't die y'all don't diagram sentences no more uh, but back in the day we had this thing called these things called conjunction in order to get us to learn it they interrupted the Saturday morning cartoons y'all don't even have Saturday morning cartoons they interrupted the Saturday morning cartoons with these little clever songs to help us uh, maintain what we learned during the week over the weekend and there was a little song called go look it up on on YouTube or whatever you whatever your search factor in life hopefully see the problem with life is a lot of people don't even have search factor like where do you search when you don't know something too many people don't even bother of the search you know you got all this stuff around here trying to give you answers i got answers for you published over there at amazon 27 answers to everything right so we had this thing called conjunction conjunction junction what's your function it was and button or and do me or something i can't remember the song some people out there know the song backwards and forwards and still didn't realize uh you're supposed to take that knowledge to school why you still come home failing you watch all them cartoons you know all them so honey we'd be up in the classroom what was that one conjunction junction what's your fault and but or right it was some more 
with some more. We, we'd be sitting back there trying to figure it out, you know, because it would save the day. That's why we. That's why. That's why we're the biggest voting generation out there because we know I'm just a bill and I'm sitting here on Capitol Hill. Ah, something, something. See, that's why you got to have good friends who remember the whole thing. So when we got to our good government class, y'all don't have good government classes. Y'all don't take civics and all that kind of stuff. See, people have to go today, and in, in your generation, people in the future, y'all have to get PhDs for what we got in kindergarten. Because America is, you know, we like, wait, I got to give you, I got to go into $200,000 worth of debt. Like, I'm looking at my children like, wait, we got to go into $200,000 of debt for you to learn what my generation learned in high school. So you got a PhD to make uh, what my generation made coming out of high school. <laughs> I'm like, wait a minute. And then it's like, wait, now, are you, what you mean? I got to go back to school to get certified in what I invented. Okay, see, it's backwards, right? And so now, and because they 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 not they not too well at accepting the or factor. You realize there are alter people, there are alternatives out here. And I'm sitting here today looking at this thing. I'm like, damn, I'm gonna have to go back to school. I might have. To, I'm like, oh my god. And that is the decision. That's not the end. I won't, I'm. I, this is one where I'm trying to put. But do you understand? I've been at this table on. But do you understand? I should be able to just test on out of this thing, right? You got to. Let me tell you. Or we're talking about your factor. We're talking about sleeping on. What did I say? Sleeping on change. The and factor or factor, but factor. There's another. I know there's like. I don't know if, if, wait a minute, these were, these are, tra we're talking about transition. If you look them up, the conjunctions are all about transition. There was another one, however, uh, yet, uh, if, I don't know if if was one. Basically, a conjunction, it, it hooks it up. Hooks it up, okay, and now I got it. Hooks up clauses and phrases. <laughs> and they use, they use a train, you know, and I love trains, right? They use trains to help us understand how these conjunctions hooked up sentences to give you more options. It's designed to give you more options. So therefore, uh oh, that, that wasn't a, that wasn't another. That's that's a tra transition. What transition do are you trying to have as we get into this quarter? The wrapping up in 2019, y'all. We are getting ready. To, it's about to be epic change, epic shift. All right, and the epic change and sleeping on change as we talk about this, the epic change and the epic shift that's going to happen, it's going to happen whether you participate equal, uh, not equally, equally and willingly or not. There's going to be change. 2020 is diabolical. It's one of those diabolical numbers. Now, no matter the fact that it's a four, um, it's a diabolical number where change is going to be forced upon you. Now, that doesn't mean that you have to change and everything around you is going to change. It's like if you want change, now is the time of a mindset shift. Now is the time that the majority will be ready for the mindset shift. And guess what? It is only taking 20 years for this change to happen. If you go back, you look at where we were in the year 2000 
also 2010, you know, 19, and be, let's do this, go back to 1999. Hell, Prince wrote a song about 1999. I don't remember how many years he wrote it prior to 1999, as I see here, wanted some juice. Let me check it out my orange juice. Uh, but let's go back to 1999, and let's go back to, uh, let's look at 2019, all of those things. Um, there was a young man supposedly executed had 1919. And people were like, Driver, you've been talking about 1919. And that day executed that sucker. He didn't even, like, you might not want to, you might not want to uh, tattoo 1919 on your face. All right. And if you know anybody with that on there, y'all might want to run. First of all, 1919 was a great race riot. And this young man didn't even see 2020 because I guess he was out there trying to start it again. And he realized, wait, people have changed. <laughs> we can't start. We can't start a race right no more. He dead. He's he's dead. You might want to change that because this new generation, y'all. Let me tell y'all, what's her name? Oh my God, there's a um. Oh my God, let me think. What's her name? The singer, the one that wore the black and white. All the time. Oh, my God. I can't think of her name. Oh, my God. Mm. I'm drinking my juice. I'm trying to think of her name. I can't think of her name. It's on the tip of my tongue. One singing dance like like Prince all the time. Well, anyway, she when she had her uh, concert here, it'll, it'll come to me. When she had a concert here, they had this little quick little march, and they was marching all around Georgia State, you know, college students and things like that. So... <laughs> Me and some other old folk, we're the new, we're the new old folk. We were sitting there watching, and uh, we was expecting them to start singing We Shall Overcome. Honey, we sit there waiting on them to come all around the corner, because we done heard, you know, the march, you know, people don't know nothing, people don't know this thing for them, but it was like all over social media. I can't think of her name. I cannot think of her name. She wore the natural hair, the black and white, and then she came out. She wanted the letters in the alphabet group in the queer queer plus community now. Um, oh my God, I can't think of her name. But anyway, she had she had she produced the guy the classic man. Y'all know what I'm talking about. I can't even see you typing it. I know y'all typing it. I can't think of her name. So anyway, she was coming here for a concert. Plus she's from Atlanta or, or somewhere. Produced in Atlanta, whatever. Big boy and all them kind of people, right? So she decided before her concert, she wanted to get her uh, those ticket holders and so forth, and those who love her music. Uh, damn, it was just on my tongue. I was about to say it, but um, she wanted them to do something on the activist level, and so they had this impromptu march. And being that it was impromptu, they were on the street, off the street, going through buildings and all this kind of stuff. So they pretty much marched around Georgia State. And so we sitting there like, oh, you know, the young people from the march. We think they're going to come around that corner singing, we shall overcome. Y'all, they come around that corner. Let me just tell you, marching has changed. <laughs> These little babies, y'all, they come around that corner. <laughs> that shit was, what the hell are you talking about? <laughs> I know it's a song. It's a song, and I have seen I have seen them say it a zillion times on Black Twitter. It's hell you talking about? Hell you talking? About? It's like one word, like a hashtag, like no breaks and nothing. It's like half the letters are missing, but it comes out to be if translated. What the hell? What the hell you are talking about? But it's hell you talking about? 
And they were singing that they were like, it wasn't We Shall Overcome. It was something else. And all I could make out was, hell you talking about? And I was like, what? What? It was so hilariously funny, but they was getting their point across. And they was they was marching. As long as they was marching, and long as but and the thing about it is, uh, a lot of people wanted to say it's got to be this or that. They were like, no, it's a we 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 can have activism at every level. A lot of a lot of activists like, no, you need to be here. You need to say this. You need to, we can have activism at every level because people are affected at every level, and we got to understand that it's okay that this affects you at that level because that's where you are and we don't want to even be mindful nor respectful oh is that was that one of the conjunctions nor and but or there we go there was another one and but or nor yeah all of that uh conjunction junction what's your let me ask you what's your function how are you hooking up phrases and clauses what's your transition because it's those words and the limits and boundaries we put on ourselves. I was who whose video did I share you? Dan Quinn. Let me tell y'all. Uh, y'all know I'm on the Falcons bandwagon this year, and I'm taking hell for it. Okay. However, one thing about Dan Quinn, which is the Falcons football coach. See, the Falcons uh, out the blank. Oldest he is, decided he wanted to go real young. He wanted to go young. He wanted to get Atlanta something fresh and new up in here. And he brought some young folk up in here and gave them the football team. Named him made Dan Quinn head coach. And I ain't nobody. I mean, in, 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 people gonna forever say this. In two years, he got Atlanta to the Super Bowl. And the but people don't realize is like. Uh, the, the NFL is like re wrestling. Wrestling. People don't like the way I said wrestling. Wrestling. Um, people don't understand. It's it's like Super Bowl is, is starting to look as fake as wrestling. So it's almost like they pick and choose who go into Super Bowl. Some people are saying the conspiracy is they pick whoever needs the most publicity for their new stadium. Atlanta was having a new stadium at that time, so they feel like they lit. The Falcons go to Super Bowl. But I ain't trying to, I'm not trying to listen. I'm not trying to bring the conspiracy with me. Okay. But one of the things I used to love about watching Dan or listening and catching Dan Quinn on Monday, because he, he would go live, they put this on social media. So I'm like, okay, cool. Let's watch it. One of the things I used to love about Dan Quinn was he was young. He was. And he used to have this mentality like we can defeat whatever, not defeat as in Falcons win, but they were he always was positive. So yesterday, you know, we coming to the season one and two. I mean, we had three games. We we won one, lost two, lost all the pregame except for one, preseason except for one, and then they lost the first game, which was catastrophic to the fanaticism. Okay, then they won the second one. Like y'all, y'all, y'all better not lose your home game. And so they came with the fight. They won the home game. Then they had this away game. And you know, some people say, "Oh, we're gonna lose all their away game." But you know, sometimes Atlanta, Atlanta diehard Falcons fan, they apparently just want to beat the Saints, right? Because you know, that's just been that's just been their their most of their victories for the past fifty years. Okay, so anyway. So Dan Quinn, I was watching him do his press conference, um, and and they have to do a couple of these. They they go immediately to the press. I don't know why. 
after the foot after the game. So either you won or you lost, you got to go and, and give some immediate diagnostics. And then the next day, when they get ready to kick off practice, or after he go meet with the team and figure out what the hell just happened, then he comes and he does another pressure. So yes, one thing Dan Quinn has not been in all this time, he has not been as deflated as we saw him. I'm trying to use a, a deflated football thing, but he was so deflated yesterday. Not only that, the man has aged quite a bit, so you can tell it's like just stressful because the first thing because it's got to be hard to wake up and i'm pretty sure he didn't even go to sleep that's probably what it was because he probably had i mean he was he was talking about he was saying that 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 the game the loss was so historic that they had the ball so few times that they had to go look it up in history and like man how many people have had how many people have had this kind of game this was game he said this game was so bad like how many people? Apparently, they one in four that have had this such a game uh, to that magnitude, such a loss to that magnitude, where there just weren't many yards gained and so forth and so on. But I'm watching the coach because even through it all, no matter what, he was always optimistic, and and that's how we are when. You know, of course he could be optimistic because they just, you know, they just went to the Super Bowl. Now, apparently we are far enough away from the Super Bowl, that, that one esteemed year of victory, that you can't ride on those, rest on those laurels, as they say. You can't ride on that no more. People are like, listen, we got to do it again. I, I don't know. I'm, I'm not that one saying I want to see the Falcons in the Super Bowl. I just want to win. I want what I, because as a, as a, as a hyper-local city blogger, um, I have to find moments of people enjoying the city. And in this moment, people are not enjoying football. And at the same time, remember the end, we've got other teams. We've got a brand new soccer team, you know, came here. They went right to the championship. The Braves, you know, they, 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 they clinch all the daggone time. But can they bring home the World Series? You know, we've had those moments. And the further, further away you get, the further, further away we get from those moments, like, you know, hey, drivers, you know, it's been a minute. So it, well, I go viral a lot, but it's been a minute since I've gone viral for something that I would consider uh, substance and something that I would put, quote-unquote, on the resume. You know, yeah, the mac and cheese is out there. It's still rocking. Um, the, the bumpy video, oh, it's about to be insane. I did that. 10 years ago, right? You can't keep, oh, you had the best interview. Well, yeah, they can, they still, they can really make, they can really remake that movie. So that's going to be hot again. But that time in between, wouldn't you have wanted, remember we talk about it, it's one thing to go viral, y'all. But some of us are out here trying to maintain altitude. Some of y'all like that up and down, you know, the landing and all that. Some of us want to maintain altitude. Altitude. I'd rather maintain the altitude. People like go viral. Hell, I went viral March 13, 2012, when I bought the domain. I went viral when I put the first article out there and so forth. So I've been able to maintain that, maintain the altitude and still keep going. Trying to take it, trying to get to 2020 because it's like, yeah, it's time to change again. But guess what? You know, that. 2020, as far as what I do and what I have done, what you do and what you have done, may look entirely different. There are a lot of people that have been trying to change that 2020. And you know what? There's a lot that's not going to 
change in 2020. There's a lot of, right now, especially in budget season, when people are like, wait a minute, we spent trillions of dollars on trying to launch this and launch that. Uh, I was asking Patty Betty about a, a, a new venture in the neighborhood. I was like, man, did they, did they have this kind of technology? Did they have that? Is it automated? She was like, no, it's still manual. I'm like, and I'm like dumbfounded. I'm like, because wait a minute, I did that 10 years ago, if not more. And it was at that level. You mean to tell me it's like y'all don't have like eight, eight. I was expecting like five people to run this whole operation. And you're like, wait a minute. It's still that many people. You still walking it. You still, it's a man. And I was like just dumbfounded. I'm like, wait a minute. Because she just went into an industry that I was in a long time ago. And I'm like, wait a minute. It's still a manual process. I, I, I couldn't wrap my mind around it because I'm like, it's 2020. I'm like, but wait a minute. We went to the table again and again. The whole United States of America uh, sat down and said, oh, surely we can have this or that technolo technology. People out here worried about, let me tell you, y'all out here concerned that 2020 was going to bring in a whole lot of automation. People going to lose their jobs. It's like not, not by 2020. America, no. No, I'm telling you, think, look around, look how much manual process. I just came through a drive-thru and, and I still had to deal with a human. I just got my breakfast at a drive-thru, still had to deal with a freaking human. Where I had to hand my card to and keep my eyes on my car at the whole time. Like, I've got to watch that, what they call it, swifter hand, shifter hand or whatever, right? I'm like, dang, I can't swipe my own car yet. I can't order my own food. I got to, like, you keep, is, is that all? Whatever y'all, anything else? I'm like, uh, no, it wasn't even anything else. Like, no upsell. You know, I probably would have bought a whole ass pie if she'd, if she'd have just tried to upsell. You know, companies are out here still still making bottom line budgets. When, when if they was to shift the human, and I'm not going to say fire them, Shift the human. There are a lot. There are a lot of companies out there that are shifting the humans. Like people talking about, there are no cashiers in Walmart. There are no cashiers because they backed up um, picking picking orders. Right? You go through the Walmart. You see that person walking around pushing that cart with those baskets on there. That's because in that in that level of change, there are people that are at home ordering that stuff. And they're just going to pull up around on the side, that big orange thing they got over there. And they're going to just walk out and put it in their trunk and they take it back home. Or they're going to put it in somebody else's trunk and that person takes it to them. Okay? People are reclaiming their time. You so tired of having to stop by some, who's stopping by the store? Like, uh, you pull in the curb, you pull up to the curb, they bring it out to you. Or you go home, take your bubble bath while they picking your groceries, and then you go open the door and you put the groceries away. Hell, you can even you can even hire somebody to come in. I mean, come on. That's what I'm saying. Change. We sleeping on change. We sleeping on change because it's here. We don't trust it. We don't believe it. And a lot of people aren't smart enough to, to even allow it to happen, to integrate it. To integrate change, it takes a mindset. And we're right at the 30. And I'm going to get ready to let y'all go because I got a hot breakfast that it's going to change the cold. If I keep going, and since we are on about I think we should go shorter. Uh, and I'm sitting here watching the day get started and all these trucks and all this stuff uh, being delivered. And I've got to go hit this road. I'm trying to figure out which direction I want to go. Oh, my Lord Jesus. Somebody was driving this Enterprise truck. It is now... 
on the back of another truck and I pray to God they came out of that. Where apparently where I live there is a um yard that they take these accidents that are on I-20 and we know this to be true because we just had a family member in one of those accidents and while we were standing there gathering trying to figure out how to get everybody to the hospital, the tow truck rolled by with the vehicle on there and that was the worst thing ever and I'm looking at this vehicle and it looked like it was an enterprise. Oh, he is towing it. I pray to God, dear Jesus, this person walked away from that. Because it looked like the driver's side. Oh, MG. I hope that. I know there was some traffic this morning. And that might have been. If y'all. If somebody had a family member driving an Enterprise truck. And that might have been somebody on their job. And it being that they towed it this morning. Maybe they were out late and done, had an early morning accident. And let's just pray over them. Let's just pray over them. Because somebody's probably getting notifications to get to the hospital. Let's just pray over them. Pray over them. Pray over them. Because I'm telling y'all, that's why I'm sitting on the side of this road right now. Because I don't want to be out there with people who are who are strenuous and strained, trying to get to work. I, I'm thankful for life that I can say, not today. I'm not getting on this road. I'm going to sit here and chill. Because, y'all, we've got to be a little bit more patient out here. We've got to be a little bit more patient. And you got to sleep, y'all. Y'all got, you got to get your rest. One thing that is changing is, so we we still, to this day, one thing that hasn't changed, I guess I should say, because remember I was talking about things are still automated. One thing that really hasn't changed is getting us out of these vehicles. I'm sitting right now in the car, and I'm, I'm sitting here waiting for traffic to uh, change because I know everybody got to be there at nine o'clock is eight thirty, and y'all are risking yours and everybody else's life, uh, trying to beat the red light, trying to get off at the exit. I'm gonna pray that you find the patient. I'm gonna pray that you get your rest so you can get your behind up and get out on that road a little bit early so you can take your time. Stop trying to go at the last minute. I know you can't get the babies to the bus stop till a certain time. Listen, guess can I tell y'all if you go to work. And you start tell them, listen, this is the situation. One thing that ain't changed is we still got families. We still got to get kids to school. And you know what? And they and right now in Georgia, there are not enough bus drivers. So there are kids that are not even going to school on time. There are kids getting left at bus stops. They standing out there because they can't get enough bus drivers. They can't get enough. But that is one industry that we ain't we didn't allow enough people to get into. Um, they don't probably, apparently, I don't know what the situation is, but they are begging for bus drivers. They're about to keep an eye on that, y'all, because they might give up some free CDL training. And soon they get, soon they get that free CDL training, I'm going to be like, look, let me go get this. I'm going to go get that because there are certain certifications that if you have, you never unemployed, right? And I never want to be unemployed. So, so I'm just waiting. I'm going to let, I'm going to let that system strain itself just a little bit more. So they can reduce the price on getting that CDL. Because I kind of see myself driving all over this country. Get my dryer bus truck and driving all over this country. But I, I love reimbursing expenses. So keep an eye on this transportation. Especially if you know somebody out there. They, they cannot hire enough school bus drivers. So I'm waiting on them to get that. Drop that good sign on bonus. Okay. Because these systems is strained out there. Um. Especially rural and outside of the city of Atlanta, okay? 
I'm waiting on them to drop a good sign-on bonus, free CDL, and all that kind of stuff. Because, honey, when you get them good certifications like that, you are never unemployed. And not only that, you can go and start your own business. Let me tell you, if you, if you go and get 10 people, I know it's hard to get 10. Go get two. Go get 10 people. Come up with a company. Go and, since they can't hire enough people, go get that contract. They're going to have to get, they're going to have to contract this stuff out. I guarantee you, you got a CDL. You don't want to work for the tram station. And let me tell you, I think they got good. I think that might be the only industry. Tram station industry might be the only industry. Still got retirements and pensions and all that. But they getting ready. Something's going to happen because guess what I said? It's budget time. It's budget time. And if you want a good contract, this is where all those people have sat on all that money all year long. And now they got to go look at the budgets. And they realize, wait, y'all, we still got these $100,000 sitting over here. We got to get somebody in here and get this. They're going to be throwing contracts out left and right. Y'all better go get them. All you got, And guess what? Don't be in the mindset that you have to do it. I can't drive. I don't have a CDL yet. But I know a bunch of people with CDLs. Let me, and, I, and I'm sitting here watching. Let me tell you. I know you can't find a newspaper right now, but if you better go get that online subscription to a newspaper. Go online each and every day. Go back there to the one S. One S. Back in the day, you just go to the newsstand, the gas station, or whatever, and get a newspaper. Okay, if you see a newspaper, get it. Go to the one S section. Go back there to the legal notices. You trying to figure out how when your neighbor's still paying their mortgage, they went and read the legal notices, okay? In the legal notice section, they'll let you know that they are soliciting for a bid on this. They're soliciting for a proposal on that. They want to change up your street. They want to block off your street. They want to rezone your neighbor. You sit over there like, well, how come, here come another restaurant. Here come another liquor store. Here come another strip club. Uh, they published the legal notice and you ain't say nothing. You didn't go to the meeting. It's in the legal notices. Those things, they legally, they have to publicize these things. They have to bring them before the public. And the way they bring, there's a whole new, a whole legal newspaper out there that they that they have to buy ads in every single day. It's out there. If you can't, if you don't see it in your neighborhood, go online and get yourself a subscription. You wonder like, how did how did so and so outbid me? Because they they listen, they pay for that information. They when they did their research. Right? They want more ands in their life. They want an and factor, not an or factor. They want this contract and that contract. Well, now, now comes the time. It's time for everybody to report how they've spent the money. And they can't. Because <laughs> they hadn't spent it. They done had it in the bank all this time, living off the interest of it. Now they got to go spend it. Right? And that means getting the money out there to you guys. So, yeah, you got to deal. See, so I, I hate to tell y'all this. You got to deal with this and that, okay? You've got to, do, got to do it all. Don't sleep on change because, yes, yes, we got to do it all. On that note, I'm really going to get out of here. I want everybody to have a great day. All these smoking, where's this smoke coming from? This chick, she had to come a whole, whole ass parking lot. She got to come sit down right over here and smoke. All right, I hope everybody has a great day. I hope I have uh, helped you wake up and get out of bed. But hopefully, I helped you wake up on change. For those of you, um, this will be turned into a podcast. You're going to find it over there on your favorite podcast platform. You're about to get that notification that there's a new episode. I love y'all. For those of you who have your notification on 
and you go and swipe, I love y'all. I absolutely can remember my goal is not just to go viral, but to maintain altitude. And one of the things that I want to do is encourage everybody to get how to and, and just tell you, this is how I got out of bed. This is how I got out of bed today. I don't even remember how I got out of bed. Petty Betty said she tried to get me out of bed three times. I was like, three times? She's like, yeah, I tried to wake you up three times. I was like, I only remember the one. She's like, right, the one when you actually got up. I'm like trying to remember. I, oh, my God, I was trying to remember that singer's name, and it, and it skipped my mind just that quick. Somebody, I'll, I'll put it in the thing. She wears a black and white, wore the black and white. She came out as part of one of the alphabets. Dang it, I cannot. Oh my God! It's got two names, right? I don't, I don't remember. But listen, I'm losing my mind, and I'm still functional. <laughs> I hope you guys have a great day. It's at least it's Tuesday. It's almost hump day, and it's, so that means it's like we're getting closer and closer to the weekend. So I uh, hope everybody had a great Monday. I hope you off to a great start on your Tuesday. Uh, just because this podcast is about to end doesn't mean that we're gonna stop buzzing so definitely go and make sure you on one of our platforms here's what i want you to go to drybus.com and you get to select where you want to follow you get to select it because we're everywhere but you get to select where you want to follow and i hope everybody um gets up do me one more favor first of all let's just take a breath remember rubber stamp rubber stamp go google what a rubber stamp look like and i want you to envision yourself with that rubber stamp i want you to stamp and on everything every time somebody steps to you with that or effect no you got to do this or that stamp that and on that no i can do this and that okay rubber stamp it all day long rubber stamp and you could be you could be happy and productive you could be happy and work you can work and start a business you can work and love your family you can get this done and i was started a story story about um go and ask for it. i was one of those people I, was, I used to ask for flexible time in the morning i'm i used to tell them i would go in there with the numbers listen it's dangerous being in that morning commute if I come in, if you if I come in flexible, I'll never call out. I will never call out. I will be able to take care of everything I can take care of and come on in here and get this job done. Because it doesn't have to be done at the same time. There are people out there pitching that stuff. But there are those who don't want things to change, who are so afraid of change that won't let us evolve. It's time to evolve. We're about to be forced to evolve. Some are not ready, but 2020 is days away. All right? Do this, breathe through this, and then I want you to do me a favor. But y'all have a great day. Go now to dryerbuzz.com and follow at dryerbuzz on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. It's all about the buzz. Yeah.